Hey guys, we are back with our first part, part two. two episode. Um, so I think we should just start off with a little bit of a recap. Period. So this is Josh's story. Yeah. Um, that I wrote because we like flip flopped for this this story and then the next story. Um, but this is the second part of John Benet Ramsey. Yep, John Benet. John Benet. So let's do our recap. So trigger warning again. This mentions child murder and possible sexual assault of a child and also mention of transphobia. Um, JBR, six years old, murdered. Dun dun. Body found in basement after dad beelined to the exact spot her body was found. Super suspicious. Very. Yeah. Ransom note was very strange. Wordy. Quoted movies. Mean girls to be exact. Was found. <laughs> also okay. the Spongebob movie. Yeah. Also the Spongebob movie. <laughs> it was found to be written on paper and with pins from the home. And it was basically presumed to be staged and thought by experts to be written by Patsy. Suspect number one. Yeah. Patsy the bitch. Mm-hmm. Anyways. PTB. Yeah, PTB. <laughs> the crime scene was destroyed due to the amount of people in the house helping for the search. Um, the father bringing her body upstairs. ETC, etc. If you don't know what that means. Uh... <laughs> For all our non-scholarly listeners out there. Yeah, for all of our scholars that didn't go to Ivy Tech like me. Yes, we have our Ivy League (laughs) student here, Joshua himself. Yes, this is true. Um, Sadly, she was possibly sexually assaulted. Blech. Blech. But the the inflammation slash irritation could be from vaginitis. That she had recently been diagnosed with. But vaginitis could be a sign of chronic SA. So, SA means sexual assault. Yes, good job. You're welcome. <laughs> Not sausage anchovies. <laughs> as some people might suspect. Yes, as some people believe. <laughs> so the parents were set to be indicted by the grand jury. But the district attorney just said, nope. There's not enough evidence, so we aren't going to. And they just got off free. Yeah. So that's kind of the background or what we covered in the last episode. Yeah. You guys just need to listen to that episode before you listen to this one, okay? Yeah. So. There's our recap. I really, you know what? We'll get into it, but. Honestly, we didn't even need to give a recap. Patsy and Burke, fuck you. We know you did it. (laughs) Honestly, end of story. It's them. Right. But, you know, let's get back to the full story. But Patsy and Burke, we're on to you. Yeah. Even though you're dead, Patsy. Oh, <sighs> you're rolling in your grave. She probably is. Your eyebrows sucked. Anyways. <laughs> you know what? She kind of reminds me of the uh, Gertie from the Sylvia Likens story. Uh, yes. Not as ugly, but, like, kind of close. Yeah, not as ugly, but she had... Her face was fuller than Gertrude's. Yeah. But, yeah, they Ugh. definitely had the same evil, ugly face. Yes. Anyways, 
They always say two ugly people make beautiful kids, mm. and John Bonet was so pretty. Yeah, I don't know what the dad looks like, but he's okay. I have dad <laughs> issues, so I find any dad hot. <laughs> if you're married and a dad, I'm after you. But anyways, watch out for Josh. Yeah, watch out. I'm on the prowl. <laughs> but anyways, <sighs> another big piece of evidence found was. Guess what? Some blood from Gross. the alleged murder, <gasps> murderer, no. found in JBR's ew underwear. Ew. Again, she's six. Um, what's wrong with you guys? But anyways, using just touch DNA of her clothes, the DNA didn't match anyone in the family. Doubt it. Anyways, it also did <laughs> not match any of the outsider suspects either. Again, hence why this is a cold case. However, this may not be good evidence because they only did touch DNA, which means even people working in the place, like like physically making the underwear and clothes, can technically have DNA present on the clothes. Yeah, so like anyone who has touched the fabric can technically leave touch DNA. So That's it's so like weird. Not, yeah, they didn't even like test the blood in her underwear, quote unquote, like to see what the blood DNA was. It was literally just the DNA of anyone who would have had physical contact with her clothes. What? Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. That's so weird. Yeah. Um. Okay, so that is it on the big pieces of evidence. And I've already talked about like the parents and Patsy theory. So let's kind of get on to the other theories. And I'm going to, I'm saving the biggest theory and the theory that I believe for last, I being Joshua. <laughs> so aside from the family theory, there was also the intruder theory, which had several suspects. So a detective, Lou Smith. Ew. Lou. Uh, Lou. What the fuck? Ew. It rhymes with ew. It's yeah. like meant to be. Lou Smith. That's such a weird name. Yeah. Okay, so he declared. Wait, yeah. I like- do declare. <laughs> what? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What kind of name is Lou? Is that a real name? Lou Smith sounds fake. Have you ever heard a name Lou? I mean, yeah. Like Lewis? Is that what they mean? No, remember that guy? Well, I don't know if you read or heard about this, but the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC manager mm. who, like, totally scammed them, his name is Lou. <gasps> So only trashy people are named Lou. Right, but here's the thing. Like, Lou Smith? <laughs> it's like, it's like they tried to come up, it's like Lou Smith, like Smith. Listen, <laughs> when I'm drunk and or under the influence of other things, I become a- Crack cocaine. Cra- crack cocaine, heroin, and or meth. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but like- I become a huge conspiracy theorist, and Same. I believe that our history is completely made up. <laughs> Lou Smith, would that not be the perfect fucking just like? Yes, it's like total like. <laughs> it's like Smith is too common. Let's change a Let's letter. Let's drop the H. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's clever this enough. Is cr- Lou Smith. <laughs> so he declared. Declared that the murder was absolutely done by an intruder. Okay, but his name is Lou Smith. I'm he's not gonna believe he's him. not credible at all, just no. by the name. 
So aside from the broken window, he stated they also had a couple of windows slightly ajar to have power cords for the Christmas lights running through. And there was an unlocked door. But he still went with the theory that the intruder came in through the undisturbed broken window. <laughs> Lou, what the fuck this is... This is what kills me. Lou. And when I'm like, okay, you're obviously a fake detective. He's not real. <laughs> what? Like, how are you going to say there was a whole ass unlocked door, but you still think they came in through this window that literally had no proof honestly who coded this simulation yeah so (laughs) so who were the suspects (laughs) the answer there were several and it was thought because of her being a beauty queen beauty queen you know the song dancing queen only 17 yeah anyway sorry jean Monet. only six yeah only (laughs) beauty queen and whatnot that this appealed to the Ch- Ooh, yeah. the child pornographers and pedophiles, which is gross. Jared Fogel from Subway. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably who it was. <laughs> I but don't think he was around at this time. I don't know. Subway wasn't a thing, was it? Really? I don't know. Well, he I still could have been a pedophile before Subway was a thing, Joshua. I don't know. Which just is gross because she was six. I mean, it's gross regardless, yeah. but and even like. I don't know. That's just weird. Like, I feel like people try to spin it as like, oh, she was like in these beauty pageants with like all this makeup and stuff. But it's like, okay. And how does that make it okay to still be like, oh, well, they made her look like an adult. Like she was still fucking six years old. Right. Like, it's just. Like, regardless of what makeup and clothes and stuff she was wearing, like, that's gross. Exactly. And, like you said, people would say it was inappropriate and putting some type of blame on her. And if her mom was, like, they put it on her instead of her mom, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's... mm. Yeah. Anyway, so so some suspects were Gary Oliva, who was a registered sex offender living in the area surprise surprise wait a goddamn minute (laughs) living in the area and had a cutout of jbr from a magazine and a stun gun in his backpack yeah oh he was arrested for drug charges in 2000 yeah oh my gosh and jbr had a wound on her back that looks like it could have come from a stun gun Mm -hmm. oh my gosh that's why he was like a big suspect period yeah period but he was released but soon after a friend of his claimed that soon after jbr's murder oliva i keep wanting to say olivia but oliva <laughs> what an ugly fucking name had called him <laughs> michael vale and admitted that he had hurt a little girl in the garrote used to string used to strangle her was similar to one that uh, oliva Ugh, had used when he attempted to strike had attempted to use with his mother yeah he tried to strangle his mother oh my god okay so in the you guys in, in the case of him trying to strangle his mother there's two sides to every story but in the with poor JBR there's no excuse what the hell no but also okay 
Okay, so keep in mind that I wrote this story for Josh to read. This is wild! The next story, vice versa, I'm going to read the story that he writes for me. But this, like, the more (laughs) I think about it, it gives me the fucking vibes. And I mentioned, the only reason I mentioned that we wrote these stories for each other right now is because... (laughs) I know later in the story I write that it reminds me of that fucking episode of Criminal Minds where the little brother kill or the older brother kills his little brother, but they're both like young, I know that like episode. under ten, yeah. But like they try to frame it on like a local serial killer, O-M-G. and like that, like when you just read that, I didn't even think about it, but I was like, oh my god, it kind of seems like. What it's if all coming together? It was an inside job, and they tried to frame it on this other guy, Taylor. And it's, it's like, oh my god! Oh, he tried to strangle his mother with a nylon rope, and so they're like, oh my god, we can use a nylon rope to strangle John Bonet. You know, mm. like, what if they're trying to frame this guy? Yeah, but it's still pretty fucking wild. He tried to strangle his mother. Oh, no, no, no. The I fact know. that you just yeah. snuck that in there on me blows <laughs> my mind. He did. It's crazy. But there are still, like, eight other fucking suspects. Yeah, I, was about to, I was about to say, moving on. <laughs> just casually moving on to Ollie Gray. <laughs> The family's PI agreed that this was a very probable theory, which, of course, let's let's be honest. Of course, the fam, the family's PI, yeah. is gonna agree. <laughs> the family who is actually like the main suspect, right? <laughs> I, oh, at no, least one of the three. I was really, you know what? We're putting a pin in this, but like, when I told Taylor to research a story, I didn't. I really thought the Bonet, the Jean Bonet family was, like, the Ramsey family was innocent. But now that I'm actually reading the story, I hope they all rot in hell. <laughs> it's them. But anyways. Uh. Ugh, Ollie Gray, the family's PI, um, obviously thought it was a probable theory that Gary... Oliva snuck into the home, used the stun gun to subdue JBR, then possibly sexually assaulted and killed her. However, the DNA evidence, put that in some air quotes for me, showed he was not a match, but he has since been arrested for child porn. It could also very well have been any of the many sex offenders in the area, which the family was rich. From what I recall. Yes. Why the fudge was there so many freaking sex offenders in the area? Right. Like, why would you? But also, Boulder had, like, a low crime rate. So, it's not even. It's so crazy. Honestly, I don't know. Like, are. I don't know. Like, are sex offenders that common? Is it, like, a lot of people just have to register sex offenders, but they really didn't, like, do Well, I mean, some people have to register. I don't know. Some people, if they take a piss, you know, five feet outside of an elementary school. Oh, yeah. Well, and if you get caught having sex at all, like, in public, you have to register as a sex offender. Right. So, I mean. So, you have to kind of take that with a grain of salt as well. And it's like, it's Colorado. You know how many people are going up in the mountains and fucking? I would. Let's be real. I would. JBR's dad. (laughs) Anyways. Ollie Gray also thinks it could have possibly been Michael Helgoff, an electrician, and a dispute with the Ramseys over some property. 
So this could have been a plot for revenge. Sure. Revenge. revenge. I'm gonna... Like, you guys, I'm sorry for being so just candid with what I'm about to say. Sure. Your property line, I don't agree with it. Let me fucking kill your six-year-old daughter. No. Right. You're fucking stupid. And the boot print at the crime scene was apparently a close match. I'm sorry. A boot print is not evidence unless it's an exact match. Mm -hmm. You can't say a close match. It has to be exact. Yeah. And also, like, if the family was trying to hide something, could they not have easily just taken... Like, they have all these people working for them. They easily could have probably just taken a fucking random boot or like went and got a fucking random boot or something right planted a print and why is there only one boot print if they were like going into the basement and out of the basement would it not have tracked elsewhere like it seems planted to me right and what's sad is he committed suicide a couple days after the police reported they were looking at a new suspect and he was just 26 so it looks like the Ramses were ruining everyone's life. Yeah, it was thought that he was maybe a suspect because he committed suicide or died by suicide because he had a guilty conscience. No, it but... seems like they fucking were just ruining everybody's life. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to say this now because I'm not sure if it comes up later, but Patsy Ramsey dies of cancer. And that seems like the best fucking out- outcome for that dumb Karma. bitch. Next is Alexis Reich or Reek? Reich. Reich. Third Reich. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Every time I read the name, I'm like, the third No, Reich? I was about to say something about it, so I was like, My like, boyfriend uh. is Jewish, okay? Yeah, I was yeah. about to say, that's a little... I was about to say, Alexis Reich? Uh... <laughs> Well, the, actually, I was wondering when the possible transphobia came in. Yes, it's Blair. right here. This is a transgender Oops. teacher formally. Wait, a transgender teacher formally? Was she not trans anymore? No, no, no. It, or was so she formally a teacher? Originally a male teacher. I think I put the name in there. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. At the time of the crime, known as John Mark Carr. Yes. Okay. And so then eventually she transitioned to Alexis. Okay. To all right. That's woman. fine. So um, at the time of the crime was known as John, right? Yeah. John Mark Carr. Yeah. Okay. Who confessed? Oh, damn. Who so confessed <laughs> to the crime <laughs> yeah. ten years after it took place, but was but was released because the DNA did not match. Again, this DNA keeps coming back. Lord have mercy. It was assumed that Alexis was just a God was just a pedophile one to gain some 15 minutes of fame as a JBR murderer. Here's the thing. That's what I don't get with that. Why would you want to go to jail? Yeah. And also like being known as you probably get the fucking death penalty at this point. Like this crime is so like infamous. Like at that point, Everyone hates whoever it is that murdered her, you know? Like, you're gonna get the fucking death penalty, I'm sure. Right, and I I hate this next part because... Yeah, no, I hate this part too. That's why I put the trigger warning yeah. Because you know that this next (sighs) part was only put in because of the transphobes. Exactly. You guys, me, this... 
this next ideology is does not reflect me and Taylor's beliefs. No, this not is, at all. Because you can totally tell this is a right wing thought. In fact, because I don't think there has been a single case where no. anything like this has ever actually been proven to be a fact. Right. It is just complete, absolute fear mongering from so, conservatives. Right. So I'm going to sit here and reword this. <laughs> There's also thought. Yes. Of how Alexis only underwent gender reassignment surgery to just be able to get closer to little girls. And that there is some sort of gang or something of people who do this. Which is just weird, honestly. And we're just going to assume it's not true. Yeah. And which, instead of saying assuming it's not true, we're I just going to say, it. yeah, fuck that because shit. Because in all reality, how many times a day do we see fucking like news articles of literal priests and pastors and shit like that that are actually sexually assaulting children and then there's these people who just say oh well this person is just trans because they want to sexually assault someone but when has that ever happened right and it's oh we see more biological straight cis men Uh and just straight cis men in general following little girls Uh and their own biological daughters Uh and biological sons wherever they go and raping them so let's just move on and it's not gonna happen in a fucking public women's restroom right it's gonna happen in a fucking church or something because that's statistically where we see this happen right anyways you know where we stand fuck transphobes yes so making our way down the list (laughs) (sighs) next up is the housekeeper herself linda hoffman pug listen i think it's pew pew She had recently asked... We'll just them, call her Listen Linda. Oh, she was asking the family for a loan, which they declined, which is shitty because they were super rich. <laughs> they had so much fucking money. Which was super shitty because they were rich because <gasps> her father invented the toaster strudel. What? I'm just kidding. That was a Gretchen <laughs> Wiener joke. How do you not know this, Taylor? Oh, I was like, wait... Are we talking about the Stanley Hotel where... Did it, somebody in the Stanley no, Hotel story he invented the Stanley Riddle? Steamer. No. <laughs> the Stanley Steamer. Not the carpet cleaner. Do you remember... The steamer like an engine. Do you know what that is on Urban Dictionary? <laughs> what? The stand... Like this... Oh, oh that's no. a Cleveland steamer. Oh. It's is where it you, a poop on a chest? It's where you poop on someone's chest and then pat it down and roll back and forth. Oh, you know what? That reminds me of... Uh, when I had to teach Ronnie what a blumpkin was. <laughs> and he went not, around. Not by showing him Yeah, she him showed him. She told me. She, no. She said she had to demonstrate it. And no. Then he- no. No, no, no. I have to tell this story real quick. So, like, a year ago, we were in Florida, and Ronnie was on the beach, and he just started yelling blumpkin really loud <laughs> at me. And I was like, what? And I was like, hold on, that word sounds familiar. And I thought about it for a second, I was like... Hold on, I'm pretty sure a blumpkin is like when you give someone a blowjob while they're taking a shit. And I had to look it up to confirm. And then I was like... Babe, please! Yeah, I was like, babe, literally, do you know what a blumpkin is? He was like, no, it just rhymes with pumpkin. I thought it was funny. And I was like, no. And now he just calls everyone a blumpkin. So 
that's the story of Blumkins. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> he's also he's special. <laughs> he is the person that is always behind the screen whenever we mention someone being on the spectrum. Yes, sweet baby. But what he's sweet. <laughs> and you know what? Before you come for us, he's actually on the spectrum and he wears it proudly. Anyways. She was declined. <laughs> she did. She was declined alone. And you know what? She basically immediately starting started throwing Patsy under the bus, saying she thought Patsy accidentally killed JBR. Hmm. And you know what? Miss Linda had a key to the house. And her husband was the handyman for the family. However, you guys, mm-hmm. this is all circumstantial. Circumcision. No. He performed <laughs> circumcisions with his Phillips screwdriver and hand saw. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. This was circumstantial. And maybe she was just pissed. You know what? She was pissed at the family, so she was throwing that cut, Patsy. Honestly, I would too. I would throw that cut under the bus too. She seemed yes. like a. Hor- I, I'm not even gonna compare <gasps> who I wanted to compare Ooh. Patsy to because Ew. that's for no. Tell me, I already told you who I would before we started this recording. I don't remember. Huh? <laughs> I can't <laughs> say it. You'll tell me. We'll later. be canceled immediately. We'll <laughs> save it for another story. But you know what? I throw that cunt under the bus, too. And you know what? In my opinion, Patsy did have something to do with it. So maybe she was just thinking the same thing. Most of us are. And you know what? If you're not thinking it, you're wrong. Honestly, because I think even if it wasn't Patsy herself that did it, and it was who we're going to talk about later, Patsy still was in, like, involved. Yeah, period. Yeah, period. And so was her freak hot son. <gasps> he was a freak, but he was still hot. The guy who's literally laughing on the Dr. Phil oh my God. episode. We'll get into that later. So gross. But we have another outsider suspect, I think. Yeah, the last of the main outsider suspect theories is the town... What? <laughs> town Santa Bill McReynolds? What the fuck? This family this was weird. grasping at straws. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't grab the wait, town hobo. Wait, but he's kind of weird, though. Keep reading, keep reading. He he was allegedly <laughs> fixated on JBR. Ew, and called yeah. her his... You know, he was... He was Santa. Maybe he also was a little autistic. Called her his Ronnie. special friend and told his wife that he wanted a bottle of glitter JBR had given him to be mixed... Oh, mixed with his ashes after he died. It was weird. And he also took it with him to open heart surgery. Yes. And apparently his wife had written a book or a story of some sort about a little girl being murdered in her basement. Yeah, prior to her murder. Okay. I. You know what? Even with all of that, it was Patsy. (laughs) I mean, yeah. It's also... But, like, if his... I don't. This is a very opinionated podcast, but let me tell you something. Listen. I'm listening. You hear that, but then you guys, you have to circle all the way back 
to the stationery being being written on the True. same paper in their True. house with the same pens in their house. True. It just invalidates all that weird shit. Right? Yes. Also, you know what? I mean, unless he... I mean, no, there's... Here's the thing. You can't picture fucking fat fucking Santa who's had an open heart surgery killing the girl and then just sitting up there on the at the desk well, writing yeah. a fucking letter. Like, the thing is, is even just writing the one letter, but there were, like, drafts and shit found in the trash. Like, someone sat there for a good amount of time, like an hour, two hours, three hours, writing that shit up, like... There's no way it was that Burke someone, and Patsy. Yeah, like there's no way an intruder would have been able to spend that amount of time. I think the dad was innocent. I don't think he had a part of it. I think I think he had a part of hiding the body. No, I think that the mom and son, I think the mom realized what the son had did. She was not ready to lose both of her kids. And so she hid it. The dad freaked out when he found it and just reacted like any normal father would. Because I feel like if I was a dad and I noticed my daughter, my six-year-old daughter was dead, I might pick her up and just freak the fuck out. But the problem is he literally, as soon as the detective said, oh, go look around the house for clues, he immediately went to exactly where her body was. But, like... She had not been found dead at that point. So no one, everyone thought she was kidnapped and gone. And then immediately after the detective was like, oh, go search the house for clues. He went down to the basement into this locked room and oh, you're right. found her body. You know what? Then they're all fucking Unless wrong. the wife just said, oh, why don't you go check the room down there in the basement? Oh, she could. Patsy's a diabolical yeah, cunt. I mean, I don't know. It could have gone either way. <clears throat> you know what? Let's go to my favorite theory. Yeah. Which is the true theory. <laughs> the allegedly According true. According to Joshua himself. The allegedly true theory. <laughs> which is that Burke was responsible for the death of John Benet Ramsey and that the parents helped cover for him. Which, as Taylor mentioned, <laughs> reminds reminds us of that Criminal Minds episode where the older brother murders his little brother for touching his model plane and the parents cover for him. And he shoves the plane parts down his brother's throat. I remember that. That's a Ugh. good episode, though. It is a good episode, and it's also, like, a horrendous episode. Oh, it's great. I love it. Your eyebrows look so good today. <gasps> Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, You're welcome. Let's take a look at Werner Spitz's theory. Spitz. Spitz. He spits, spit. not Spit walks. on it, bitch. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this guy's a forensic investigator, and he has some explanation into the Burke theory. So we already mentioned the pineapple in the bowl with his fingerprints on it. Ew. And the undigested pineapple in JBR's stomach upon examination. There was also a flashlight found in the kitchen. Ew. That matches JBR's head wound Mm -hmm. and the wound on her back that was originally thought to be from a stun gun actually matched one of Burke's toy train tracks too. Uh, yeah. So there is some backstory on this. It was it, it was thought that Burke may have been at the very least ugh, physically abusing his sister. Which if you watch some of the interviews with him, that fucking that fucking man is weird. Mm-hmm. He and had, not just physically abusing, but it's also thought that he may have been sexually abusing. Well, yeah. As well. 
He had hit her in the face with a golf club not too long before she was murdered, which that's that's way beyond fucking just beating up your sister like normal yeah. fucking siblings do. Yeah, it like left a scar on her face. Yeah. She had also been having frequent bedwetting episodes and having shitting accidents. <laughs> I'm not going to say number two. Number two accidents. She, she had been a little poo-poo. No. She, she been shitted, her, shitted she, and farted. She shitted and farted herself, <laughs> which is common fucking signs of being abused. Mm-hmm. And you know what? The theory is Jean Bonnet took some pineapple that Burke was eating the fucking psychopath got pissed <laughs> and he obviously had some anger issues and he hit her over the head with a flashlight she died bitch dead then him and his parents had to cover it up or else they would lose both children so patsy wrote the ransom note crazy cunt patsy <laughs> in which several drafts were found in the trash in the home while john hid and staged the body and then little bitch boy Burke hid out in his room. BBB, bitch boy Burke. Yeah, bitch boy Burke. No, BBBB. Bitch boy bottom Burke hid out in his room while the search was going on. It is thought that part of a conversation between the third of them can be heard. Three of them, sorry. Can be heard on the 911 call where John is heard telling Burke. They aren't talking to him right now. And Patsy asks, what did you do? Help me, Jesus. And Burke replies, what did you find? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Dun, dun. Then when police arrived, the family claimed Burke had been sleeping the whole time and even slept through most of the morning of the search. And because JBR was so young, she still had an eggshell skull. So her That's brother. call it. Nine at the time could easily have crushed her skull with a flashlight. Mm-hmm. Gross. Burke, if you ever just for a second come across this, please turn yourself in. The family wants closure. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I hope you know. You're tearing this family apart. <laughs> no, he, his family doesn't give a shit about anything. His parents are the worst of the worst. Yeah. I hope his mom died a very painful death. Well, she probably did because it was cancer. Yeah, well, I hope... I just hope it was horrible. I hope he dies a painful death. And you know what? It is thought that maybe he was jealous of her because once she was born, she kind of, like, became the star of the show and the star of the family. So, so basically, he wanted to take her out. Let's eliminate her. And, I mean, he was nine at the time, so, like, that's not so far-fetched to think that a kid could think that way you know oh yeah i mean i mean i'm not a killer but when i was on vivance mm-hmm. when i was a kid i did chase my sisters around the house with a butter knife you know i remember that story it's a gateway <laughs> knife <laughs> it definitely wouldn't have killed them but they did the right thing by locking themselves in my mom's bedroom yeah but i mean you know, he was a young kid, and his sister was, like, the star of all of these shows. But it's like the- still no excuse, because, like... No. And I know you're not making an excuse. Yeah. I don't want to say that. But, like, to, like, hit her with a golf club, yeah. and then... And, like, for all that to be going on, and then... You know his, their parents weren't doing enough Mm-mm. to have that level of anger issue and yeah. everything going on. Right. 
That's fucked up. Yeah, and then they just still let them, like, <clears throat> be together. Like, I Alone, too? Yeah, like, that's just weird. And because the parents were like, oh, we didn't feed her pineapple the night before. Because, like, she had been asleep in the car. Because they, poor like, went baby. to a, party, a Christmas party the night before. Which also is kind of weird, like, to go to a Christmas party with friends on actual christmas isn't that kind of weird i feel like on christmas you're just like at home no i don't think it we went to my not. we went yeah. to my grandma's christmas party on christmas well that's different than like just going to like friends house. well i i guess but like it was a huge thing like yeah. my grandma bj's christmas parties yeah. everybody went oh, okay but like she basically like fell asleep in the car and they just like took her up to bed and they were like we didn't feed her any pineapple the night before but she had undigested pineapple and then just like weird that there was a bowl of pineapple and milk on the counter with Burke's fingerprints on it so obviously at some point she got up and interacted with him that night I can't say what I want to say because it's (laughs) going to be recorded and put out to the world (laughs) but I hope Burke gets what he to the world all the people that we reach well, I mean, even if not, like if uh, we'll get sued, if I ever came across them, I I would literally just punch them in the yeah. face with uh, a pineapple, with a pineapple, and like and hit them in the golf club with a f- <gasps> and golf club. Yes. yes, I mean that poor baby. Can you imagine? Like, I feel like as a child, you just want to connect with your older siblings. Yeah, it's your only friend. Well, I don't have older siblings because I am the oldest. But like sibling. I see in my but, nephew yeah. and niece. Like, Kinley has an older brother. Yeah. And she just wants to play with him all the time. Yeah. I just imagine that it's something like that. And, like, to just see that anger and then it results in something like that. Like, that would, like, that breaks my heart. Right. I, I wish the worst on him. And then, like, now putting that together with his Dr. Phil interview. Yeah. Like, it makes me sick to my stomach and angry beyond belief. Yeah. It's just like, if it was him, it's like he was a child. So did he really even know what was going on? Well, if he was a child and those issues weren't addressed, right? Then he, it's the he, parents' fault. It's a parents' 100%. fault for sure. But he obviously grew up with these issues yeah. now, which yes. means they're still present. Right. Yeah. And yeah. he now not only lives with these issues, mm-hmm. but with a secret. And so, how is that affecting him today? Yeah, I mean, obviously, well, even, I mean, even if it wasn't, like, him and stuff, but just, like, his sister being killed, like, that's a lot, too. I'm hell-bent on that he did it. After diving into all of this research, I would not be surprised if it was him. I always thought at least that her parents had something to do with it. Yeah, I believe it was his parents and him now. I thought the dad might have been innocent. He wasn't in on it. But now I believe that it was a husband following his wife and son. Yeah. Well, I think at the very least, he helped stage the crime scene. Yeah. So, to end on a sort of positive note, you guys, the DNA evidence from the scene has been put into CODIS. um, But there's not been a match yet. And we already mentioned how this DNA may not even be the answer however this year in 2023 the boulder police department are consulting with the colorado cold case review team 
and looking into the case once again to try and solve the excruciatingly frustrating cold case of Jean Benet Ramsey. I feel yes. like you guys know because we literally just sat here <laughs> and fucking talked about how like all of our theories I think you guys know where we stand on it. <laughs> we have a Google form because we want to know where you stand on it. Yes. What you think. What you think about our thoughts. Tear us to shreds. Agree yeah. with us. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. I feel like at the very least we think the family was involved. Right. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of weird, though. Some of the other people that were found with, like, pictures of her and stuff like that. But also, at the same time, like, she was kind of famous, though, around there. And, like, not to be, like, gross, but, like, sexual predators and stuff like that would (gasps) probably be, like, into that kind of thing. So, maybe they were just holding on to pictures of her like that doesn't necessarily tie them to the crime you know yeah but i don't know it just it seems like it was an inside job because of all the other staged things about it like the ransom note like nobody would spend hours inside of a home that they broke right with three other people in the house alive and sleeping like you wouldn't do that no something you would only do if you are someone who lives in the house and knows that everyone else is awake and around you and that you're not trying to hide anything from them and you already know the victim is dead right and it just taylor i can't even (laughs) i can't even explain how mad it makes me (sighs) I know he did it. Yeah. Well, friends, that was the second part. Part two. Of Jean Benet. Of Jean Benet Ramsey. And yeah, like Josh said, let us know what you think, who you think did it. Um, you already know you can email us at thetipsytaze at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram at thetipsytaze. And you can fill out that form that we have in our description. Period. Let us know what you want to hear. And give us ideas for next stories because, I mean, we still have a lot of ideas, but we're, I feel like we're kind of running low. Yes. (laughs) For sure. So join us next week for the story of Belle Gunnis. Josh is writing it for me to read. It's going to be amazing. It's awesome. I love that story. And it's going to be a fun one. Period. So, G-bye. Bye.